Hello. Hello. Welcome to That Spot with me, Ash, and me, Claire. Hello. Um. Oh, hold on. Right. All right. Sorry about that. Our children um are always causing chaos in the background. So I've been doing this child thing for too long. Yeah. Then if you add them together in age, I, I saw this thing on Facebook the mm. other day, and it was like, to really figure out your parenting age, because this is not like, you have more than one child, and you would understand this if you have mm -hmm. more than one child, each child themselves is part of your parenting age. So, let's see, I have an almost 15-year-old, I'm going to go ahead and round her up. Yeah, safe. Uh, yeah, we got days away from mm -hmm. her birthday, so... Um, so 15 plus 13, so we're already at a solid 28 years. I'm only 34. <laughs> <laughs> then we added Rylan, so it's 12 more years, and we're at 40, so we have done surpassed me. So then we added Luke, which is another 8 years. This is it over to 48. Then you add Belly in, and that, that's 4 more. That's 52. I am 52 in parenting years. I'm not counting my bonus children, just because that makes it so much older. Right. <laughs> no, I feel so that. So much more. Uh, the reason I picked this one is it's actually, it happened right around the time of COVID, um, right when we all started getting locked down and stuck inside, and I saw the girls missing poster, um, and you know, kind of followed the case as it was developing literally in real time. Which right. was... You didn't have anything else to do. Yeah, there was really not a lot of other things to do. Um, but, you know, we... Uh, it, it turned into this whole thing. Um, okay, to start this off, um, I just want to touch a little bit of base about who our victim was. Um, her name is Gabrielle Brittany Hopefully I'm saying this last name right. Ujilaki. Um, she was born in Colorado Springs, Colorado on June 4th, 2003. Um, her parents are Alicia Tolhorst and James Ujilaki. At some point, I couldn't really figure out when, but at some point they went ahead and made the move as a family to Spring Creek, Nevada, which is where Brittany would attend school. Um, now, despite being described by her friends and family as a sweet, loving, kind soul, she was also known to be a bit of a feisty, sassy, spicy person. Um, okay. Same, <laughs> also. Um, there's quite a few people in my life who could mm -hmm. use all of that, too. Describe me. Um, so she had a lot of issues with other kids bullying her at the uh, local high school that she attended. So she did end up switching over to homeschooling. Um, she was an avid avid horse lover, and many refer to her as a real as a real cowgirl. Um, she was always lending a hand and jumping in at the ranch. Any work that was asked of her that would be considered, you know, ranch hand work, she was ready to dive into. Okay. Um, in her obituary, it was written how she loved flowers. And I, uh, I love this. Okay, so she she loved flowers, and she would pick them and give them to whomever was around her. And she would say, no matter how bad a day you are having, 
a flower will make you feel better. No. Like. Sweet girl. Oh, that that broke me a little bit. I was like, that is. Right. I, but I had to put that in there from her bit, obituary. Um, because. Because it tells you about her. You yeah, know, like, like that's it, like. That gives you an idea of who we are. She's clearly trusting and, you know. Yeah. Like to see the good in everything, which more often than not, I feel like those are the people that yeah end up on one of these episodes you know yeah <laughs> yeah it happens okay on may 8 2020 the victim's dad uh brought his daughter Brittany Ujilaki, um <laughs> to band practice him bam band practice with him at the local high school that she had once attended um she was supposed to go get a ride home with her longtime best friend uh Bryce Dickey at the time he was 18 and Brittany was 15 um this was you know that forever long friendship this is really like her big brother like right you know the family knows him well he knows everyone um right. really close tight knit um so, she is supposed to get a ride home with Bryce. Um, she tells her dad, I'll beat you home. Um, lo and behold, her dad did, did not, not know this was going to be the last time he saw her. She did not, in fact, beat him home. Yeah, nope. Um, so, later that evening, he did uh, end up coming home and realized that Brittany was nowhere to be found. Um, he b- began frantically calling around um, and texting her and her friends, you know, Texting her, why aren't you answering my calls? Right. Um, blowing people up. At about 8.25 p.m., he calls the local police to file missing persons. Okay. Um, if you follow true crime at all, you know most of the time when it is teenagers, they do not treat these right off the bat as missing persons unless it's yeah. obvious. They try to say, person. oh, maybe they just ran away. Maybe yeah. they just yeah. got mad, or they're just doing this, or they're just out yeah. with friends. They yeah. very rarely... They re- they don't take them seriously right off the bat. And by the time they do, it's usually... A little too late. Too late. Um, so, anyways, uh, he does... Mm-hmm. They do start the process. Um, the patrol deputies reach out to Bryce um, on the phone. Yeah, what did Bryce say? He told the officer that okay. he had picked her up from the Elko uh, High School, and then they proceeded to drive around for a little while. Brittany told him to drop her off at the Spring Creek High School to meet a quote-unquote new friend. Um, he told the officers that he did drop her off at 4.30 p.m. with an unknown man in a cowboy hat driving a green F-150 truck. Now, he said the truck, he said, had sidesteps, but he didn't get a license plate number. Um, He told the cops, you know, that he went up the road to see a friend at the Maverick, which, fun fact, because I had no idea what this was, Mavericks are like those little mom-pa gas stations in the area. Okay. Um, So you've got, you know, your gas, your drinks, your food, blah, 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 blah. And this Maverick in Spring Creek is on Kennedy area. Okay, so okay. this is this is important. 
Um, Dickey told the officer that he saw the truck leaving the school on his way back from leaving the gas station, and the police decided not to move forward with filing a missing person report at this moment. Mm. Um, about 9 o'clock, Mr. Dickey and a another young male were seen out um, looking for Brittany. Her phone was pinged by the police, showing... No current activity in the last happening around the Boyd Kennedy area around 522. Okay. Um, again, sometime after this, Dickie and the younger guy were spotted again. Still out searching for Brittany. Late at night. Okay. Um, w- it's just, you know, it's very interesting. He- he tells police that he saw her get in the car with this dude and, you know, like, says things that then the police are like, okay, well, we aren't going to consider her missing now. And then he's, like, out searching. searching for her. Yeah, yeah. feel like that pretty much tells me she is missing. And, you we, know, but then it's also weird because, like, was he trying to, like, play like a concerned friend? Hold on, hold on, hold on, okay. hold on. Hold on. We'll Sorry, get I'm there. I'm getting ahead of myself. We'll, we'll, we'll get, get there. We'll get there. I'm just going to eat my tacos. <laughs> Um, on the following day, uh, March 9th, the police did decide to actually file a missing persons report. Her phone still is not pinging. No one is getting a hold of her. Nobody can find her. Okay. Nobody so now they're like, all right, we'll yeah. take this seriously now. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and nobody quite knows who this dude is that she got dropped off the with. The mystery man in yes. the green. Yes. the mystery. With the cowboy hat. And, and that's very, like, hold on, we'll, we'll, I'm getting ahead of myself here. All right, Me? so, he... Dickie is contacted again, repeating the same story, um, you know, late 2000s green F-150 truck. This time he's adding in a little bit more detail. There's a couple stickers in the back, not really sure, on the back window, not really sure what they are. Okay. Um, we just but know she was, stickers. We just know that there's two stickers. Okay. But the new friend was very, very tall while wearing his cowboy hat inside the truck. To where the hat is touching the top, the top of the roof, like the inside okay. of so, the truck. So, so Lurch like, is driving the truck. This is a giant, tall <laughs> Lurch in a cowboy person, hat is driving or the truck. yeah, <laughs> like there's a lot. I would like almost imagine. I I imagine like an Abraham Lincoln style like <laughs> cowboy yes. hat. Um, that's the mental image that I have. I hope everyone now also... Abe was really tall as well, so... Just put Abe... Abe Lincoln cowboy hat on said unknown driver. Alright, so... Um, Dickie came in to actually interview with the officers. Okay. Um, during that interview, he does show, like, snap messages that he's been sending her, showing, like, him asking, like, where she is, like... (laughs) Um, you know, like, look, I'm real concerned here. Yeah, like showing the officers, like, look, she hasn't contacted me, but here's all the things that I've tried to say to her, okay. missing messages. Um, and at this point, he's also denied ever being like active with her sexually in any form or fashion. Okay, so the, okay, he okay. is that big brother. This is not a relationship of any Anything sort. Anything like that. I just yeah, we're this just is friends. Really good friends. Okay, okay. Um, uh, not a lot happened on March 10th from what I found. You know, just more of the search effort. Um, okay. I do believe that's about the day that I found this case is on the 10th. So, you know, the 
the news okay. was really spreading out countrywide at this point, trying to find Brittany. Right. Um, on March 11th, two members of the Ruby Mountain Off-Roading Group were assigned to come through the Burner Basin area. Um, okay. The two name. Right. <laughs> but the two members were Eric Thacker and William Copper. Um, these guys in this off-roading group um, have helped assist Elko County Sheriff's Department often um, whenever there's things out in this area. Due okay. to the heavy brush and rough terrain, um, it's just kind of a needed assistance okay. there. Right. Um, so, Thacker and Copper were riding in the basin. Um, Thacker spotted a blue tarp and signaled to Copper to stop so that they can check it. Okay. They did notice some dried red stains down on the ground by the road and decided that there may be a body. Huh. Um, so at this point they stopped everything. Yeah. Um, Thacker did stay with the quote unquote suspicious tarp while Copper left to get back to call dispatch. I'm guessing there's no service out there. It didn't really explain why he had to go back in this day and age. We got phones. We got radios. Right. But I, I mean if it's if it's super if rural, it's an area that yeah, like you know, like, this is like we often have to help in this area because Yeah. You know, and that's not totally unreasonable for it to just, you know, be a dead spot. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, Copper leaves. He goes back. The police arrive and determine that it is the body of Brittany Uchilaki. Um, mm. Her clothes were pulled up under her arms and down to her ankles. Ooh. Um, and immediately they are processing the scene. Um, right. She had been stabbed in the neck. <gasps> An autopsy also relayed, revealed later that she had also been strangled. It's not necessary to do both. So that's that's a bit of overkill. Right. Um, but also that, you know, kind of screams, again, if you're really into the crime junkie side of the right. world, um, that screams like this was personal, this was close, this was not at yeah. random. Um, yeah. There's passion to this um so on i am kind of surprised though that they didn't think to at least like pull the clothes back up or down because um, i don't know i feel like the fact that they covered her with the tarp but didn't think to like put the you know what i mean like that mm -hmm. seems odd to me it's very conflicting yeah if you're taking the time to cover her up then why would you leave her half undressed yeah anyway okay. just yeah just an odd one yeah i got, I got nothing <laughs> on that <laughs> um, so Dickie made a post on Facebook that morning um, saying that we all received news that made us hit the floor around 8 in the morning we all started meeting up at my house to grieve and mourn Brittany's life which was taken far too soon that day I had tears of pain and joy I wish you could have seen the amount of us that came together to honor you sis we love you so much why you got pure Tears of pain and joy. That's a weird one to throw in there. Like, yeah. saying, like, all the memories were so good that you were... I'm guessing, and she was so young when she was, you know, right. life was cut short. Just seems like an odd one to throw in there. It, yeah. He's a... I've written lots of, you know, like, hey, my people have passed away 
type posts, and never once have I said pain and joy. So and that I, yeah, I yeah. cried tears of. Yeah, we really we have done that too many times. Okay. <laughs> People stop dying. Appreciate you. Yeah, it'd be nice. Um. So, you know, the next um day they had a candlelight visual for her, and obviously the police are going strong into their investigation. Um, on the 13th, Dickie is interviewed again. Um, he is... They just keep circling back around to him. Like, they... Because he was literally the last person right. to visually see her with a trusted person. Like, you know, like... Right. Her dad and other people, like, it's not just one person pointing the finger at him. Right. Like, there's other people. Multiple like, people knew they were together. the child. Right. The child died what's happening right. so anyways um so he gets interviewed again we got the same story little bit of changes in detail on this one um the truck may have had a silver toolbox in the back of it may have had a sticker in the left corner um okay the hat is still ginormous <laughs> person <laughs> the hat's touching the top of the truck that that's just a really big detail there. Um really stuck on that one. Um again, he has asked if he has ever had any sexual relations with Brittany and denies again they're just we're just really good friends. Okay. Um Dickie hands over a DNA sample. <laughs> um so that way he can be ruled out as suspect cuz he was, you know, seen with her. On on the 14th of March, uh, where her body was found, they did another search for more clues. Um, This time, they were able to find her apple earbuds, what looked like a used condom, close to where the tarp was laying. Oh. Um, And that's pretty much it that they found in this immediate area. Okay. Um, On the 17th, the crime lab did confirm that the DNA inside the condom was Dickie's, uh-huh. and on the outside of the condom belonged to Brittany. Oh. So. But we swear that never, I swear that never happened. Right. It never, never, never ever happened. Um, also, a friend of both Brittany, I tried to find the name, and I, like, left it blank right here, so <laughs> I could, like, fill in the blanks, right. but I never found out who this was, but one of the friends that was being interviewed by the police said that uh, Dickie and Brittany had been sending snaps to them, like Snapchat, um, and that they had definitely been together between 3.30 and 4 o'clock on the 8th, and that Brittany had, in fact, been wearing her Apple earbuds. So, Mm -hmm. those earbuds are hers. Um, They also described some other jewelry that she had been wearing that had not been found at the crime scene or on her person. Okay. Um, The Elko police also... had confirmation that Brittany was getting into it with Mr. Dickey, um, and he had, she had gotten into his truck at 322, but they had it on video of the truck driving on the Boyd Kennedy Road at 345, and it's driving past the high school, which contradicts his story the entire time. So basically, like, he had said, you know, he was at the high school, right. left, went up the road, came back, but the timestamps that the actual video is showing is Don't that 
that that is not what happened at all. He left and didn't didn't come back. Right. Um, so on the nineteenth, um, Dickie is and again <laughs> in another investigator mm-hmm. in another interview, um, and the investigators tell him that you know. They got his DNA, and he's like, yeah, yeah okay. Hey, we, bro. we found uh, that he's kind of me left. We did have intercourse. <laughs> and, you know, it was just... It's How do you play that one off? Like, oh, oh, yeah, you found that condom with my DNA well, right by her dead body, but I'm not... And you also have to keep in mind, he's 18, and she's 15. Yeah. So, you know, he's looking at stats as well. Right. Um. So, during this invest, you know, this last interview... They decide to get a search warrant. Um, when this was executed at his house, um, they found a pair of... I've seen it described as both bloody and dirty, and this is from court documents and from the Elko newspaper. Okay. So both of them said either bloody or dirty. Right. Um, but if it's something's really blood-stained, it's going to look dirty regardless of how you're... Right. Um, so anyways... Um, and then a sweatshirt that also had blood on it was pulled out of Mr. Dickey's house. So after the bloody shirt uh, or bloody boots and sweatshirt were found, Dickey was placed under arrest. Oh, finally. Right. Like, that damn time. I went back and forth. Like, you know, like, I feel like he, like, he wasn't even being that smart with what he was saying. He wasn't like he was, like evading them because he was so, like, he, and he was so hung on, like, random detail, like, that's, that's the thing that got me, like, the big hat guy, like, he was making such a fuss about how tall this guy was. Right. Um, which almost makes me want to, like, look up and see how tall he is, just to be like, is this short man, like, are you, are you having, like, a syndrome right now of being, (laughs) being a butthole? Um, you got the Napoleon complex. Yeah, there. something like no, it's a big tall guy with Abraham Lincoln hat. Right, he done it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we're gonna skip forward to the trial because that's when things get pretty pretty good here. Right, not it's normally good. when the good stuff comes out. It's when all the stuff comes out. That's really what it is. Yeah. So the medical examiner testifies that Brittany was killed via a stab to the throat, which severed her carotid artery in half. Okay then followed by the strangulation. So she's already in a bad position. (laughs) She would have been choking on her blood. She would have been bleeding out. Like, like, there's there's a lot of things happening already to her, and then she is strangled on top of that. Um, She had petechiac... Petechial hemorrhages. Petechial hemorrhages. I don't know why I couldn't get that <laughs> word out. I'm like, patah, patah, patah. Uh, but she had them on her eye, her eyelids, like inside the mm-hmm. eyelids. Um, she had them behind her ears. She had them on her scalp. She Damn. had them inside her mouth. Damn. Like, this is violent. Right. That And the medical exa- examiner said in the 12 years that they had been a medical examiner, that was one of the worst sightings of petechial hemorrhagings that they had ever seen. Wow. And again, that speaks a lot of anger and passion. Yeah. And not the good kind of passion. No. Not the like, hey, baby. No, um, not at all. The, you were going to. Strangling someone violently. so hard that literally all of their, like. Blood capsules are popping. Right. Yeah. Just all over. It's, it's a lot. 
Um, the ME also did say that they did not find injuries consistent with sexual assault, but that also does not mean that there was not sexual assault. Right. Like, just that you can't just, tell for... Yeah, there, you can't tell that there was fighting of any sort, but that doesn't necessarily mean there wasn't. Right. Because, um, you know, yeah, well, another yeah. day discussion. Yeah. Um, the tissue sample under Brittany's nails were also a DNA match to Dickie. Okay. Um, an ex-girlfriend of Dickie's testified during the trial and that he would get aggressive and violent and he had even choked her about four different times in their 18-month relationship oh the final time this is what i found interesting was at the candlelight visual for britney so he is choking his girlfriend out after he had murdered the 15 year old that's supposed to be his little sister and then yeah then went to the vigil and Oh, yeah. Acted. Like, just tore up. Um, her cell phone, which was found, smashed, um, completely disappeared from evidence. It is still in my What? Head. It's gone. It went poof. Huh. Poof. I don't know why it poofed. Right? That's we have plenty it? of other right? <laughs> like evidence, like, so I don't... Uh, that's something that, like, a lot just, of reports were like, it... Just disappeared. Just gone. Clearly, these, the, the police department here was not on the, like, the top of their game, because... They brought B-game. They, they really, like, they let little Dicky over there... Not little Dicky, like the rapper, but... Um, <laughs> <laughs> little Dickhole. They let him get away with this for much too long. Yes. So, I'm... Um, after four hours of deliberation, mm-hmm. the jury returned with a verdict of guilty on... Deadly weapon, uh, enhancement to first degree murder, okay. sexual assault, and use of a deadly weapon. Ah, see? Didn't take the jury long to come to these conclusions. <laughs> right? The jury was on it. Um, and, hold on, what was it? It was use of a deadly weapon in the commission of a crime. He was sentenced to life uh, with the possibility of parole after 20 years. Now. Okay. Oh. This was this was kind of weird. Um, I was telling you about this before, and I've seen I've seen the different articles um, and the different days for the different sentencings. But for whatever reason, it seems like his charge for murdering her got sentenced at the actual like court date, and this one happened ten weeks post. Oh, hold on. what? All right. Nordic so. Armenian devil sounding child <laughs> in the background. It's fine. Everything's fine. Um, I'm sorry. Ten weeks after where Dickie was sentenced for the first charge of murdering okay. Brittany. So when he was found guilty, he was sentenced for the murder. Yes. But then ten, weeks, ten weeks later, we have another sentencing, sentencing where he got the maximum pil- penalty. Penalties? Penalties. Sorry. Penalties. <laughs> which was two counts for 20 years each of oh. a deadly weapon enhancement and life without the possibility of parole so and 10 okay. extra years for sexual assault. So that means the judge locked him in for a guaranteed of 50 years before he can file for any kind of before parole. Before he can try for parole. Which, at this point, he is 22 years old. 
Right. So that puts so him at 72 before he can try and youngest, right. get out. Um, so I thought that was pretty interesting. That The Elk News um, did a fabulous job for a small town paper. Right. They did an excellent job covering this case um, because you're really able to, like, almost get into the courtroom right. with how well they had covered the whole spectrum of it. I mean, you had down to the... And I, I also think maybe this is because it was a small town. They were able to, like, down right, to the wire. There. They like, were, yeah, like... So-and-so just, you know... Right, that, like... Went up, and it... Fabulous job. Um, and, yeah, so... The well, end. That's an interesting one. It, right? It was... I didn't expect it to make that turn. Um, because I personally have so many friends that are, like... Yeah. That is my brother. Your brother is <laughs> my brother. Right. Like, right. and I you know, know I he would never do anything, like, right. horrific. Um, I can't picture any of, like, the boys that we yeah. grew up with. Like, any of them. Ever being able to do that. So, like, yeah, if I was watching this in real time, and it's, like, this guy who seemingly is, like, no, this is, you know, she was my best friend. She was, yeah. like, my sister. And he's saying enough right stuff, you know what I mean, to, like, not look guilty. But I would, have wanted, parents, to, I would like, have wanted to believe him as well. Yeah, you know, the like, parents were like, we trusted him. Like, right. And I can't even imagine, like... Oh, yeah, no. Because they were friends for years. Like, this wasn't, like, right. you know, a six-month friendship or anything like that. We're talking years. Right. So, it just, the whole story, it, like... It, yeah. No. That, yeah, I don't I don't. And like he's that. really not, like, spoken out about what... What happened, happened, why he did it. He still is proclaiming his innocence. Dude, um, you left your used condom next to her dead body. Like, what do you mean? Yeah. Clearly, you're not innocent. And, and you like, know, Like, what, we did boots. it, we did it, I left... But I threw the condom there, and I just left her laying there because it was so good she couldn't move. And then someone else came along and stabbed her in the throat and strangled her to death. Yes, and they also got, you know, the boots bloody. Right, right. And the shirt. Right. That just happened by magic. Yeah. Magic. Bet you're innocent. Like, what? Bet you're innocent. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Uh, but, you know, whatever. Oh, wow, well, uh, that's fucked. I want to say I didn't see it coming, but kind of saw it coming yeah yeah no it's a it's a it's a wild case i did not expect the outcome when i like first stumbled upon it but then like through it yeah but then when i was like learning about it like oh right that's that's suspicious (laughs) (laughs) and right you like coming back afterwards and you telling me like after it's all said and done i'm like ah ah." there's some red flags there right so it was a good one so, thank you for joining us for another episode of That's Fucked. Um, Follow us on Instagram at that's underscore F-C-K-D. And on Facebook under That's Fucked. Um, again, F-C-K apostrophe D. No vowels, because we're, you know, yeah, we're different like that. We're different. <laughs> I don't like extra letters, okay? I can make it all work without the extra letters. Who needs fucking vowels? Fuck them vowels. <laughs> and soon to be TikTok. Um, and let us know what you guys think. And we will see you next time. 
Bye. Bye.